We're back on the workers' beat. This is Gene Lance. And where's Bonnie? <laughs> Caught in the traffic. Hand me those papers over there, will you? We like to start the workers' beat with things you can do, and there's not a lot because it's the holidays. On January the 16th through the 17th, the AFL-CIO MLK Civil Rights Conference is being held online. January the 19th at 1 o'clock, the Texas Alliance for Retired Americans Convention in Round Rock. Contact Judy Bryant, 214-729-0063. January the 20th and 21st is the Texas AFL-CIO Political Convention in Round Rock. So that's when they decide whether or not they're going to endorse anybody in the primaries and who it's going to be. I have an entire list of good news here somewhere. The, because it's, since it's Christmas Day, I thought you might want to hear some, something positive. Usually on the workers' beat, a lot of the news is on the, the bad side, but not so much now. Workers at Tower Safety in Phoenix, Arizona, a company that offers cell phone towers, climbers, an array of trainings and certifications with an emphasis on safety, won voluntary recognition and joined the Communication Workers of America. Voluntary recognition means that the company is not going to fight them. The United States economy grew at 2.3% in the third quarter, which is better than what they expected. Aramac workers in Savannah, Georgia, voted overwhelmingly to join Teamsters Union Local 728 last week. I told you I'd have some good news for Christmas. Workers at the MinPost, members of the Minnesota Newspaper and Communications Guild, that's uh, CWA Local 37002, ratified their first collective bargaining agreement. So... That's really, really good news because getting that first contract is really hard to do. That came from the CWA newsletter. New Mexico Public Employee Labor Relations Board performed an official card check affirming that a majority of the 1,547 graduate workers at the University of New Mexico have chosen to be represented by United Graduate Workers, SLANT, UE, Local 1466, UE. The UE is uh, United Electrical Workers. I think it's the United Radio Electrical Television, something, something, something. It's kind of a long name. But this is a very old union and uh, one of the most powerful unions from the CIO, Congress of Industrial Organizations. It was kicked out of the labor movement back in 1947, along with 13 other unions, and uh, survived one of only two of those 14, only two survived, and one of them was United Electrical Workers. They don't have them in Texas, but uh, they're still thriving in the Northeast. Here's some more good news for Christmas. Cumberland County Utilities Authority Board of Commissioners of New Jersey overwhelmingly approved an agreement reached with CWA Local 1085 of the CWA newsletter. And this is unusual. Architects are seeking to form the only union ever at a prominent architecture firm in the United States, and that came from organized labor. More good news. Truck drivers for EPES Transport System in Chester, Virginia, have voted to join Teamsters Local 322 
in Richmond, Virginia. In the University of Washington, the research scientists filed a representation petition to be certified as a new bargaining unit affiliated with United Auto Workers. That came from the AFL-CIO. On the foreign affairs front, a socialist or someone who de declares himself to be a socialist, or I guess you could call him a near-socialist, defeated a near-fascist for president of Chile. And the new president of Honduras, by the way, is also claims to be a democratic socialist. So those are, those are people that are positive about working people. And uh, so that's very good news on the international front. The Dallas unofficial unemployment rate went down to 3.9%, which is uh, very low for this whole pandemic. In Fort Worth, it fell to 4%. That came from the morning news. I'm, I'm, I'm giving you good news for Christmas. Frost Bank is starting, their, is raising their starting pay to 20 bucks an hour. <laughs> the Arlington ISD is going to give teachers uh, bonuses and a 4% raise. Some of the bonuses will go as high as 500 bucks, and that's good news. Federal employees will receive raises of up to 3.2% in January, and that's good news. The bad news that follows right after this, this word that there's going to be raises of 4% or 3.2% is that that ain't enough. Inflation was uh, recorded this past week as 5.7% over the past year. So if you didn't get a 5.7% raise over the past year, then you are losing money. Here's some more good news for Christmas. The Texas AFL-CIO is still raising money for the steel workers in Beaumont who were locked out last May 1st. What's this, their eighth month now? They're going into their eighth month of being locked out from work. And the... North Texans raised $15,000. I announced that last week. And the state, AFL-CIO, announced that they have raised over $49,000 to help those workers around in Beaumont. So it's not bad. There's not bad news for Christmas. After nearly three months on strike, the members of Iron Workers Local 851 in Erie, Pennsylvania, have declared victory. And news like that is coming up all over, all around the labor movement. People are getting good contracts without striking. And I think the reason is because they know that other people are on strike. And so they're, uh, they're watching to make sure that they, uh, that they don't go on, that they don't have to uh, bear a strike. So the employers are watching the labor movement very carefully. And the ones that have gone on strike have made it easy for the rest of them that didn't have to go on strike. The whole idea, of course, is to get a good contract. Now, I guess I should go ahead with the bad news, except that you can call us if you want to at 972-647-1893. I think I have somebody on the line right now. Let's see. Are you there? Oh, that one hung up. Try this one. And that one hung up, too. Sorry. They're both hung up. 
972-647-1893 is the number, and you can call us, and we'll be happy if you do. The station just loves it when you call. The little lights are on, but for some reason, uh, people didn't answer. Electricity cost in Dallas-Fort Worth rose 17.3% over the past year, more than double the average for cities in the country. Increases are partially due to February's deep freeze. And according to Mitchell Schnurman in the Dallas Morning News, we can expect price increases to go ahead. Good morning. You're on KNON. You're on the air. Lost him again? No answer. 972-647-1893. I'm by myself for some reason and just learning the board for the first time, doing it without anybody uh, supervising me and without Bonnie here for some reason. I'll, I hope she hasn't had a car wreck. If you're on Central Expressway and you see a white car pulled over to the side, stop and help Bonnie because she's supposed to be at the radio station. A whole lot is going on in the world, and I don't mind telling you about it. You can call at 972-647-1893. Officer Kimberly Potter has been indicted. A jury has convicted a former Minneapolis police officer of first- and second-degree manslaughter in the fatal shooting of Dante Wright during an April traffic stop after she claimed she mistook her gun for her taser. She thought she was going to tase him, she said, and she actually shot and killed him. So she's been indicted for a manslaughter. That could be a lot worse. Qualified immunity is what the police use when they uh, do something that is questionable. They say we have qualified immunity, so you can't prosecute us. But that was, is held to be a not good enough defense for the five officers who were involved in the death of Tony Tempa back in 2016. So qualified immunity is not going to get them off the hook. Faith in Texas, a very good organization in North Texas and a wonderful organization in North Texas, was able to provide bail for nine prisoners at Lou Starrett Jail. And... They got, they got out on bail. We have another caller. Put them on. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. And that one hung up. Try that one. Okay, there's some going on because I called. Try that one. That one's empty. Try another one. You're, you're calling KNON and you're hanging up. No, it's not working. That's not what's happening. Okay, well, get on the air, Bonnie, and tell us what's happening. Here comes Bonnie Mathias, the beautiful redhead. Is my microphone on? It should be, yeah. Okay. Okay, hello? You're on the air. Okay, I'm talking. Is anybody hearing me? Yeah. There we go. Okay. So, I've been outside for 20 minutes. (laughs) You remember last week I told Dave my car key doesn't work? And he said, it's okay, I'll check with the building. Well, it still doesn't work. <laughs> your car, your key to get in the car, in the building. In the building, yes. Oh, I see. So I've been calling you, and I've been calling here, and you pick up the phone, and I can hear you, but you can't hear me for some reason. I don't understand it. I don't either. Because I've got both of the things turned on. Yeah, I don't know. 
972-647-1893. Give it a, keep giving it a try, everybody, and maybe somebody will get through and we'll figure it out. Gene Soslow is still here, I did so he'll work coffee. it out. And she brought me coffee, too. 972-647-1893. Bonnie Mathias is here. Everything is going to be okay. District Attorney Cruzo has charged a Dallas policeman with assault against one of the Black Lives Matter protesters. Even even though the grand jury had already let him off. So we'll see what happens on that one. This is is one of the ones where the Dallas Morning News kept bringing this up. They said, Mm -hmm. we got pictures of these guys assaulting these protesters. Why doesn't somebody get indicted? They kept bringing it up and bringing it up and bringing it up. And finally, the district attorney has taken action against one of them. So we we shall soon find out. Yes, I'm so glad. Okay. Gene Soslow's here helping us. Someone is ready. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. You're on the air. You have to hit it twice. Uh, Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Uh, I didn't really have anything to say, but you said to call to test it. I'm calling to test it to say, hey. <laughs> okay, yay, it's working. <laughs> thank you so much. All right, thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, God. I came in and that's what happened. You know what I mean? You, that's how women work. We got that magnetic personality and it just brings it on. That's it, girl. <laughs> that's it. That's it. I love it. Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. Well, you guys have a great Christmas, Merry Christmas, and a wonderful New Year. Prosper, too. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. That's great. All right. Yay. All right. You know, Tina, I, uh, I got a, an email yesterday from, uh, from uh, In These Times. That's a magazine uh, that uh, I, I support. And uh, Nabisco Workers... Uh, they won by shutting down uh, their business, Nabisco, and now Kellogg's is settled. And those people are going back to work. And, and it was a victory, too. They yes, won. Yes, they won. They did. You know, the, a lot of the issues that, uh, that union members are fighting for are an a end to the tiered wage systems. Which is, which means that somebody uh, comes to work there new, and they get paid remarkably or significantly less than employees who have been there a while. Now I understand that you got to start somewhere, but these people will never be able to get to the same point that these senior people are because of this wage system, and they're doing the same dangerous work that the guys that have been there a while, women, men and women, when I say guys, I I mean workforce, because it it contains men, women, you know, we're all, we're all workers. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And uh, so they, they forced them, they forced the workers, do you hear me? The workers forced the company to let that go and make changes to it. Everybody's going to get a significant raise in pay, including the people that are on the bottom rung, and they will have a path to reaching those higher wages. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just, that's fantastic. That's it's good fantastic. news for Christmas. It is. They're going back to work on Monday, I believe, isn't it? 
I'm not sure, but they voted for the contract, and the contract was way, way, way better than what the company had been trying to force on them. It's amazing. So the strike strike (laughs) strike won. The strike worked. That's right. And I was telling everybody before you got here that when somebody wins a strike like that, it makes it so much easier on everybody else. That's right. Is it time for us to take a break yet, Bonnie? Uh, I believe it is. We'll be right back. We're back on the air. We are back on the air. And you can call us at 972-647-1893, and I might be able to figure out how the phone works. He's he's doing okay. He's doing okay. We're just lucky we didn't have a lot lot of dead air and a lot of uh, complaints. Well, you know, for the $10 billion that uh, John Deere gave to their shareholders, $10B billion, they gave that to their shareholders while they were... Uh, chintzing out on their on their employees, they went on strike. Ten thousand of them, all all over four or five states. And if they would have broken that money up that they gave the shareholders, each worker would have received one hundred and forty two thousand dollars. Ain't that something? But yet they did. You know, the workers made that money made that fortune for the shareholders over the last six-year collective bargaining agreement. They, they should demand that they get paid, the workers get paid, the true worth before those shareholders get a penny. Are you listening, AT&T? Are you listening, <laughs> Walmart? Are, is Walmart publicly traded now? What they do, though, is they buy back their own stock. Exactly. And exactly. how does that work? <laughs> how does that work? Let's see about this caller. Okay, here we got a caller. I got bells on today, too. Good morning. morning. Hello, Bonnie. Hello. How are you doing? This is Imani. Hey, Imani. Merry Christmas, hey, Imani, brother. Did you call before? Merry Christmas. Uh, Merry Christmas to you, too. Thank you. If I come over there, can I, if I drop a little check off, how do I do that? And then my promise I'd be there? Well, uh, yeah. We're not. We'll only be here till 10 o'clock. Yeah, I'm not sure what the, what happened. And, after oh, 10. Um, uh, I think. Um, uh, yeah, the the, uh, the, the magic, music people are going to yeah, be magic here. Yeah, time, magic time warp machine is coming in at, but you know the doors are locked. That was the problem when I got here. My key didn't work. I knocked on the door the last time. They wouldn't let me in. Well, I mean that's the thing. You got to kind of make an appointment. You know what I'm saying? Right. Well, I, okay, then. Well, I'll have to drop it in the mail. But I just wanted to, I didn't want to stop. I just wanted to keep my word with you. Oh, you know, I, I know your word is good, man. I'm not worried about that in the least. Not at all. This, this is the only hour that the bottom of the pyramid has. And, and I fit on the very last bottom of that pyramid. And we knew this station. I'm coming all of us. I mean, you know, this is accountable. This is Federal here. Vietnam and it's Navy and Army. We have to save this station, because this is all we have. We get one hour, everybody else gets put in seven days a week. It's like the liquor stores. We're the only station, pro-union station in Texas. That's a true fact. Yeah. The bottom of people, regardless of our skin color, we all at the bottom. (laughs) And if we all come together, we can change 
way we've been treated all these years. Well, that's right. Finally, I'll tell you what. I'm going to drop my money out. I'll send it in the mail this morning. It'll come in out there and waste gas. All right. That's a good idea because, you know, people are crazy out there. Okay, what you guys? I don't know what us poor people going to do. Don't worry. We ain't losing us. We're, you, you see, that this is Christmas Day, and we are here broadcasting live and in person, which proves what everyone already knows. We have no life. <laughs> well, guess what, Bonnie? Our life and our future, my grandchildren's future, is worth, worth what I would do now because right now our country is divided and being conquered by the people at the top of the pyramid. And we're going to have to work together as, as if we want to survive as a country. And I love this country. I probably gave my life for this country. Yeah, that's so, right. That's we right. We got another caller. I'm going to let you go. All right. Thank then. you, love. Thanks so much. Have a great day. Good morning. Thanks for calling Kay and a win. Thank you, love. Have a great day. Yes. Can you speak up? We can barely hear you, and I don't know if it's us or you, okay? Because we're 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 novices at this. A little bit. Yeah, get get as close as you can to your phone. You said it was a certain union you wanted to inquire about. IBEW, the international... No, oh. he was talking about the United Electrical Workers that were kicked out of the CIO back in 1947. Uh, there were 14 unions kicked out back in those days, and uh, the reason was they wouldn't sign the loyalty oaths. Uh, the government came down really hard on unions in 1947. Mm -hmm. They passed a law called the Taft-Hartley Law, Texas was way ahead on it, even before, <laughs> even before it became legal. They'd already screwed people to the wall. Yeah, yeah, you know, because we're because we're number one. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the Dallas Morning News had a role in it too. So uh, Texas was a very important part of that that very very bad period, in which uh, the union movement was driven apart by the government, and uh, the United Electrical Workers. Uh, it's a, it's a happy story that I was uh, hinting about a while ago, that they survived it. Even though of the 14 unions that were placed outside of the Congress of Industrial Organizations, of those 14, only two survived. The other one was the warehouse and dock workers on the West Coast. They survived, and they're still thriving. And the United Electrical Workers is still thriving in the Northeast, but not here in, in Texas. Yeah. Does that, uh, does that tell you what you wanted to know? Okay. Mm hmm Universal income. You think everybody should have an income? Mm-hmm.
I see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not on this program. <laughs> yeah. Not on this program. We're not gonna we're not gonna treat it like a curse or something. No. Nope. Uh we would be in favor of that, wouldn't we, Bonnie? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, we got we got people like Joe Manchin, though, in the sixth poorest state in the in the nation, uh, you know, who says that that universal that child tax credit, his people will just use it to, to buy drugs <laughs> and, and the and the Family Medical Leave Act. You know, well, they'll just use it to go hunting. Uh, what a what a rude person! What a rude person! He has no idea. Of course, he you know he has a yacht and he drives a Maserati. So there you go. That's true. Yeah, there's 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 a movement in favor of getting everybody an income, but we got to move on, brother. We got people waiting. Thank you so much for listening this morning. Thanks for being a and Merry Christmas. Nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. Good morning. You're on the air. Hey, good morning, Gene and Bonnie. This is Joshua calling from. Hi, Joshua. Hi, Joshua. Happy holidays. Thanks. Thanks, Andy. All. Hey, uh, it sounds like the, the caller's volume is way down. I don't know if you're yeah. about that. Yeah, he wasn't very close to his phone, I Well, think. and we don't know what we're doing, so there you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you for, thanks for doing the show. I, I just wanted to, I, I was uh, reminded by Gene's list of all the, the victories of uh, uh, unionization. I wanted to call in and let people know uh, up here in Denton, we've, we've had our No Bus Cut Denton campaign uh the solidarity campaign with the bus drivers uh, who were threatened with the privatization. And we've uh, decided for the new year, we've, we've closed up our campaign and we're reorganizing. We're going to have uh, two new committees up here. One is called the Denton Worker Organizing Committee, and we're going to focus on uh, trying to get people unionized. We're going to work with the Department of Labor um, and the uh, National Labor Relations Board to uh, let people know, kind of start doing some Know Your Right um, seminars and, and things like that for, for workers up here in, in Denton. That's um, excellent. And we're also going to have a, uh, a transit committee, Denton Worker Transit Committee, that's going to maintain, uh, keep, keep an eye on the DCTA and make sure they, we were able to hold the gains uh, that, that we've got in terms of uh, the bus routes. So I just want to invite people, anyone up in Denton uh, or anyone who wants to come up and help us, check out Denton Worker uh, on Facebook and Twitter. All right. Joshua, thank you so much, and thank you for keeping up the fight. You are the bomb, my friend. I love to your family. Happy holidays to you. We got another caller. Thank you so much. Thanks, Bonnie. You bet. Good morning. Thanks for calling KNON. Good morning. Merry Christmas to you, Joe. James, I'm so sorry. I know, you know, because I'm old and and I can't hear good anyway. <laughs> no, probably not quite, but you know, I've I've I had a hard life. <laughs> no, I don't, because I learned a lot. 
Well, I want to thank you for calling, James, but I want to get to uh, Bonnie's letter to the editor. <laughs> Bonnie, what, what did you write to the Dallas Morning News? Well, I just kind of told him that that was what, uh, uh, you know, I've written so many. I'm going to have to uh, back up and see which one it was. Oh, I remember. It was on environmental racism. Yeah, you know, and because and, uh, my friends down there at Shingle Mountain, uh, was fantastic, and then what is it? Four days. My letter was published on Saturday, and yesterday, Marcia Jackson uh, has been nominated as, as a Texan of the Year. Yeah, what is what is it all about? Tell the whole story. Well, uh, Shingle Mountain was a a huge environmental disaster uh, that came to. Southern Dallas, yeah, right in, off of 310. And it was in her backyard. In her backyard, mm-hmm. literally. I mean, it, it ended up taking over part of her backyard. And so she came on K-N-O-N. Yes, about uh, two and a half years ago, I guess. Mm-hmm. Sat right there in that chair. You're Sat right in. here, and we talked about Shingle Mountain, and I, I we fought, and we started fighting. Uh, Southern Sector Rising was born. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was a. That's an organization that fights environmental racism. We have uh, it, uh, some. Is that when Jim Schoenberg got involved? Yes, Jim Schoenberg is actually the person who called you about mm-hmm. Marsha Jackson. I see. And then I found out that I know Marsha Jackson from back in the Southwestern Bell days because mm-hmm. she was a chief steward with CWA. I see. Uh, so, so we got something started. We did. We mm-hmm. got something started. Southern Sector Rising is as an incredible organization. The shingles have been removed uh, from marshes from the entire area. We are working on the land being redacted, so it all has to be cleaned up because those shingles, all that stuff seeped into the ground. So all that has to be has to be remediated. That's the word I was looking for, remediated. Uh, and once that is all complete, y'all, we're going to build a park. Is that a fact? Yes, we are going to build a park. So you're fighting back against environmental racism. Yes, and I want everybody, the ladies that called in last week from uh, from Singleton, over there where the, the GAF plant is that is polluting the air in Dallas. Don't mm-hmm. think just because that plant sits over there in West Dallas that you're not affected by it. Uh, that doesn't just sit in a cloud over West Dallas. It permeates the very air that you breathe up here in North Dallas. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's a horrible thing that they want to expand these things. Uh, and the people in West Dallas are saying no. Uh, we have no plans with, for us without us. That is the, the word of the coalition uh, built around Southern Sector Rising with all these environmental people all over the city, which is just, it fills my heart. It mm-hmm. just fills my heart. Nope, you're not going to come in here and tell us how you want our neighborhood. No, 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 no. This is our neighborhood. So you don't get to come in. No plans. For us, without us. And everybody in this city should understand that and make sure that their voices are being heard at City Hall. I see. It's just, it's very important. 972-647-1450.
888-978-1893. It's Christmas morning. You know, there's a, a terrible uh, plant shutdown in West Virginia. What's going on? Well, there's a there's a huge plant, and, and it's it's gonna it's gonna wipe out the union because the plant will close and the union will be laid off. And it seems that the politicians are missing in action. What do you know about you know? So Manchin's not helping them. Well, he's is he? Yeah, he's West Virginia. He's he? the senator from West Virginia, oh, God. where they have 1.8 million people and they're holding up that. stuff for 300 million of us. What the heck is up with that? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the, the students at Columbia uh, University, they went on a tuition strike, which is the largest in nearly 50 years. And the students are demanding the university lower the cost of attendance and boost financial aid. I just found out this past week that you don't get a break on your tuition if classes are virtual. Is that right? Now, uh, excuse me. Because it's a lot cheaper on the company. Well, on the on the on the university. Mm-hmm. What the heck? You're kid. You're. Oh man, that see, there's something wrong with that picture. There's seriously something wrong with that picture. There's a lot of things that are not so great. Governor Greg Abbott unveiled the first 900 feet of his border wall. Which, he must be so proud. Well, we're supposed to be proud because we're paying for it. According to the Texas Tribune, oh, he's uh, he's very happy to have unveiled his first 900 feet. I think they still have 1,500 miles to go <laughs> to cover and the border. How many feet was that? 900. Ooh, and they got 15 miles? Ooh. No, 100 and, uh, oh, 1,500 100. miles. Ooh, they got a lot. To cover the whole border. I think they should just let that go. Well, uh, that's been the position of a lot of people over the years, but uh, Mr. Trump and Mr. Abbott are both insisting on that. Well, there was an interesting article in yesterday's paper about the militias mm-hmm. down there uh, uh, working. These are basically vigilantes. Yes, and they're working with the county law enforcement. Mm-hmm. And actually getting some, some funding, I think, from the A couple the of the counties are giving them, giving them some money. That's mm-hmm. right. Uh, many of the farmers and ranchers down there do not want them mm-hmm. on their land. I see. Uh, they are fearful for the immigrants uh, mm-hmm. because of these people, and they uh, should be. Vigilantes generally are not responsible no. to anybody, <laughs> no. and they're doing what they do because they they think it's fun. That's right. Uh, white supremacy, just a, a perfect example of white supremacy. Perfect mm-hmm. example. Uh, you know, there's some things. There, are some workers unionized at a, at a, a cafe, a little bit called uh, what is it called, White Electric, mm-hmm. in Providence, Rhode Island. Well, in ten months, they they unionized their workplace. So when we get back, I'll tell you the rest of the story. We're going to take a quick break. All right, we are back. So, the rest of the story of the White Electric Coffee Shop in Providence, when they unionized, uh, the company said, you know what, we're, we're selling. We, we're not doing this. We're just going to sell the cafe. So, you know what they did? They bought it. The union employees pitched in. They all pitched in, and they bought 
the cafe. So now, not only are they a union, but they're an employee-owned cafe. I just love that. I just love that. Winco, Winco Foods, which uh, has fairly recently expanded into the uh, Metroplex, they're also employee-owned. So, you know, I have, I have a lot of respect for people that uh, want to take responsibility in their workplace, and that's what you do when you unionize, when you organize. You take responsibility for your workplace. You know, we spend a lot of time at work. Mm-hmm. We should we should be able to be we're I mean we have to uh, like what we do hopefully and be treated with dignity and respect. Yeah, and it takes organizing to get that done. Yes. Right now things are not that great. Oh. Here's a, here's a statistic <laughs> that really brought me up short, Bonnie. Down in the 10th Street Historic District, which is just right across the freeway from where I live. Down the 10th Street Historic District, life expectancy is 64.2 years. Yep. So you can expect to die. If you're born there, expect to die around 64.2. That's right. Up in Richardson, 20 miles north, they live 86.5. That's 22 years longer on average. it's, It's about environmental racism. It's about systemic racism. It's about... Multi generational poverty. It's about nutrition. It's about nutrition. It's about all those things. I promise you, you look across that demographic, you will find a shortage of grocery stores. You will find a shortage of parks. You will find a shortage of anything that might help you get healthy. Health care. Oh my gosh. We don't have any hospitals down uh, in South Dallas. Oh, Methodist, okay. Well, that's great. That's in Oak Cliff. I live in Pleasant Grove. We don't have a hospital. Closest hospital to me is going to be Baylor downtown. Uh, you know, this. Uh, it's, it really does stink that your zip code determines how long you're going to live. 22 years in this case. That's that's 22 years longer if you're getting good nutrition, if you've got the the better schools, if you've got the the, uh, easier life. 22 years that you get to live longer. That ain't right. No. It's like stealing 22 years from somebody or from a bunch of people if they live down in the historic district around 10th Street in Oak Cliff. You know, it's just it's and the 10th Street Historic District. Those people are also part of the coalition with Southern Sector Rising. And so they're fighting for a better life. Absolutely. We're all in this together and we've got to you can't just cut off the southern part of this city and pretend it doesn't exist any longer. And you can't come down there and force everybody out that lives there. Mm -hmm. That's not the way this is going to work because you're not making any plans for our neighborhoods without us we are making those plans right it's about neighborhood self-determination 972-647-1893 if you'd like to get your opinion out on the on the air to the people you don't have to listen to bonnie's and my's opinions even though we have plenty of them don't we bonnie yes I must say that McGraw-Hill, which is a major education company, they uh, uh, publish thousands and thousands of titles of books. Mm-hmm. Well, they have just decided 
along with the union, that the freelancers that work for McGraw-Hill have to pay a fee, a union fee, in order to get paid. So 2.2% of every invoice is is going is coming out of freelancers mm-hmm. to pay for union. Now, they say it, it feels like wage theft. Is so that right? I never felt like I was being cheated out of anything when I paid my union dues. Did you? No, because I was getting so much more for <laughs> right? it. Right? Exactly. Exactly. What I always liked about the union was that I didn't have to argue with the boss. I know. you can. The st- boss would come around and say, I want to talk to you. And I'd say, I want my steward. Yeah. <laughs> then I would just stand there until the steward came. I'll be right there as soon as my steward gets here. And the steward would argue with him. I wouldn't have to say anything. I love it. That was I, I lived for that. Let Hang on for you. this call. Okay, we got a caller. Thanks for calling K&OWIN. You're on the air. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Yes, I listen to you all the time. First time I've called in, but I've listened to you for years. Thanks so much. And, uh, you and you and Gene are just wonderful people, and uh, I wish you a uh, eternal Merry Christmas, one eternal Happy New Year, and just uh, thank you so much for being there. Thank you. And thank you thank for being you. there, too. Thank you. That was very cool. What kind? Of, what do you do for a living? Well, I'm a, I'm a broker. A broker, really? To rich people. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And you know about stock market things. Well, good. Well, I'm glad to get you on the air because I have a big question. The uh, Federal Reserve says they're going to raise interest rates next year. And I think they're going to quit buying bonds, but I'm, I'm not sure because I don't really understand that. So what can we look forward to next year in the stock market and the bond market? Well, I tell you, you know, it's the old story. The rich get richer. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, you know, so the rich are going to get richer next year. <laughs> absolutely. That's yeah. just the way it is. Well, I'm so glad to get your insight on that. Well, Somebody who actually knows. We're going to work on helping other people get richer, too. Mm-hmm. What do you think about the uh, What do you think about the uprising of working people during this past year? I was raised in upstate New York, and uh, Samuel Gompers and all the other people in the labor movement. I hmm. cannot cannot understand how this American uh, uh, citizenry is, is so against unions, because as they say, when one does well, everybody does well. That's right. We're all in it together. Yes. That's very that's very good. I appreciate that Thank so you. much. Thank you so much. I really do appreciate that. Uh, and, you know, just reaching out and, and talking to folks and letting them know that it's not all gloom and doom. There is good news out there. You just have to dig a little bit harder for it. <laughs> and, and there's all kinds of good people. Uh, there's some still uh, allowability to express yourself. Yes, sir. Yes, Thank sir. goodness we still have this program. Yes. 972-647. Thank you so much. Happy Nine, holidays to you, brother, and thank you so much for calling. 972-647-1893. You can call us, too. 972-647-1893. The station just loves it when you call. If the station manager is listening. He would like it when you call. 972-647-1893. You know what's really cool? What? You know Dollar General? That what little, those little dollar. There's a, uh, there is a Dollar General in Connecticut, 
who is vowing they will fight to get the union. They're going to try to get yes, a union. Yes, they're going to crack that vital low wage industry. Mm-hmm. That would be what you know. And I, be, I talk to those people at Dollar General, the the mm-hmm. cashiers and stuff. When I go in there, I talk to them and tell them, "Y'all mm-hmm. need to unionize. You need to get it together. You don't have to. You know, they don't give them time to stock the shelves. They don't give them time to unload the truck. But they want that store to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Well, if you don't give me time, how am I going to wait on the customers when I got to do that? When people are just looking for to unionize, they don't know which union to call. That's right. They could call the AFL-CIO. That's the Federation of Unions. Mm-hmm. Or they, they could, could just send you an email. They could send me an email, genelance19 at gmail.com. That's right. I'll, I'll hook right. you up. But some unions have adapted to the new situation and are organizing almost anybody. The service employees will organize almost anybody. Yep. The, uh, the new union, Workers Union, I think Workers they call it. United. Workers United. Yep, yep. That's part of the service employees. Uh-huh. And uh, the Teamsters have always organized anybody that would move. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You want to see, you? Uh, I'll tell you, get an invitation to the Teamsters uh, first Sunday of the month mm-hmm. uh, out there at uh, Local 745. I went out there the first of uh, December, I believe. Mm-hmm. They had 40 new union members sworn in that morning. Is that right? 40 new union members. That's very impressive. They have a giant hall, and they have hundreds of people come to their Yes, meeting. yes. So we think, of, we think of Teamsters as just truck drivers, but they'll organize. Almost anybody. That's right. And you if know, it, if it don't move, paint it. And if it does move, organize it. <laughs> That's right. And the Communication Workers of America, Bonnie's Union, is has adapted to the new situation. Absolutely. And they've organized people out at the airport. Yep. They've organized people uh, who In the work print. for the newspapers. That's right. Print industry. Uh, also, uh, well, it is the communications mm-hmm. workers of America. So, I mean, it's all kinds of communications, whether it be telecommunications, print, uh, of course, now digital. Uh, you know, I got to say, we have got to look at decimated post-industrial towns, okay? Mm -hmm. So that's going to be places like Flint, Michigan, and uh, other places around Detroit where they've been decimated by the loss of industry. We have got to get in there and talk to these people because we are ceding ground to the right wing. That's what we're doing. It's really, really crazy. Really crazy. Unions... Uh, you know, we have a game plan for for the Biden era. Yeah, what is we it? do. We got it's time for us to get something done. It's time for us to move forward. We've got to push Joe Manchin out of the way, Kristen Cinema mm-hmm. out of the way. We must, we must talk to our legislators, whether they're Republicans or Democrats or Independents. We must tell them Washington has got to pass voting rights. Now, this is something, Bonnie, that not everybody understands. Because they think unions are just about meat and potatoes, just about contracts, and just about striking to get a contract. They're about democracy. But the most important thing is legislation. That's absolutely. If we get some legislation, it stays around a while. Whereas a contract's only for two or three years, four or five, maybe. Right. That's Mm -hmm. right. So it's really, really important that the Voting Rights Act 
is passed. Mm-hmm. The John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Oh, let me tell you, I heard Herschel Walker. Yeah, and if anybody is a Cowboys fan, y'all remember that doofus. <laughs> so, he's running for something. Yes, he's running for something in Georgia, I believe. He doesn't live in Georgia, but he does now. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, he's... Uh, uh, he he said, and he kissed up to uh, Donald Trump. Oh my God, kissed up to Donald Trump. He called John Lewis a senator. Oh my uh, gosh. Oh yeah. Oh, he had a whole speech about voting rights and how you know that isn't what John Lewis stood for. Oh my Lord, it was really sad. Yes, it almost made my head explode. It did. But you know, I have to laugh because they are all over this guy. They just think he is just the greatest thing since last bread. Yeah. Well, he's a pretty good football player. Well, he was, but he should have stuck with that. He is not a politician. <laughs> or maybe just read a book. Well, he's been recruited by the Trumpsters now. Yes. And uh, he'll be representing Mr. Trump as he runs in uh, the state of Georgia. A very critical state, a very close state Yep. Uh, that barely went for Biden. Uh, a lot of us worked on that. Uh, even I did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to try to get uh, people in Georgia to vote uh, against uh, Trumpsters. And I have been wondering, Bonnie, if I should do this or not. I've been thinking for that for next year, instead of campaigning for candidates, that I would just say, don't vote for any of those guys. Don't vote for any of the people that are out to cut your throat. What do you think? Well, you know, I mean, that's, that's probably a pretty good thing. Because things are starting to look better worldwide because Amazon workers in Italy and India are uniting mm-hmm. to form a global movement that may have found Jeff Bezos' Achilles heel. Achilles heel? What does that mean? That means they're going for the jugular. No, uh, the, <laughs> the Achilles heel is the thing that... It's uh, his weakness. It's, a, it's his weakness, yes. Mm-hmm. And it's, the, it's that big tendon that connects your foot to your leg. Well, the solidarity movement is the, is the weakness of the entire, of all the bosses. Yep, yep. That's what hurts that's them right. the most, and that's why they control all the radio stations and all the television stations, that's all right. the newspapers, all the book publishers, right. and all the movies. To make sure that we don't have universal That's right. solidarity. That's right. But we're getting there anyway. So, you know, uh, that's in these times, if you get a chance to subscribe to, you don't have to get the magazine. You can just get the digital version. Uh, I love it. Portillo's food chain. Uh, it's a very large uh, Italian uh, beef. They do mm. Italian beef. Well, they walked out on strike. They are a group of non-unionized workers at the Chicago-based chain. They walked out for a week. They, they did this without a professional without a union. Without it, they walked out for a week. I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it either. I it don't know sh- what happened to them after the, that. So. Shows a tremendous amount of courage. It does. But it was not the smartest thing because they should have got a union. A union. A professional union organizer can help protect you. Yes. Because the boss will fire you the minute, mm-hmm. especially in Texas, oh. the boss will fire you the minute he thinks that you are about to, to uh, start talking union. Well, let's bear so in mind this was get Chicago. a professional organizer yeah. before you start talking to anybody. Yes, and we should bear in mind that this was Chicago. Mm-hmm. Oh, I and see. it's not Texas. <laughs> so things are Chicago not quite as bad is, there. No, Chicago is a big union town. I absolutely love it. It's fantastic, uh, and and you know it's it, this is they're just part of this growing 
growing wave of strikes all across the country. Strikes and walkouts. I mean, people don't want to. They're done. They're tired of of working for slave labor. And boys and girls, that's what it is. If you can, if all you can do is barely afford to live, I mean, isn't that kind of like slave labor? That's what they want. That's what they want for everybody. They want to bring everybody down to where they can barely make it. Well, we can't or, let that or happen. Or even lower than that, where they can't make it. Yep, can't and, let that happen. Nope. And nope. it takes organizing to save ourselves. Okay, somebody's calling. We have to hurry because we only got just a minute. Okay, thanks for calling. You're on the air. Oh, uh, yeah. How much do those professional organ- union organizers cost? Uh, they, are they free or, or what? It's Have free. It's or- free. Yeah, it's yeah. free. They'll talk to you. They want. They want to know if you if you've got a bargaining unit out there that uh, can help them. Mm-hmm. Wonderful. I I just wanted to make sure that y'all said that they they are free. Then yes, no charge. Yes, okay. that's right. No charge at no all. No charge. And a lot of unions and the AF of LCO too has a website where they where they will sign you up and they'll ask you the basic questions. There's certain things that the organizer is going to want to know, like how many people work there yep. and some of the issues, what kind of issues right. people have. He may want to know how many of them are women. It makes a big difference because uh, women are joining unions faster than men. Because we're smart. Oh, <laughs> just saying. I mean... Not that men are dumb or nothing. I think that guy knew the answer to that question. I think he probably did, too. He just wanted to make sure we said Yeah, so. we did. We did. You know, I'm just really proud of my brothers and sisters across this country. Uh, it's just amazing how wonderful it has, uh, this year is ending because we are seeing increased strikes, increased worker labor participation. Uh, we are seeing across the country, uh, we've had lots of labor stories. Uh, Amazon, we got workers uh, doing his thing, doing their thing. It's just, you know, it's a good thing for all this to happen. Uh, we have to hold our legislators to task. We have got to call them, ask them. Please, please get the Voting Rights Act. Get the John Lewis Voting Rights Act in front and center. Get it passed. They have already, y'all, it's not positive that we're going to have an election March 1st. So stay tuned because it's ugly. It's really ugly. And I think we have to say goodbye. Goodbye, Bonnie.